0: There we go. Now we're recording.
1: Oh! And now
0: we're going live.
1: Inside number nine.
0: We're live. And I think
1: there's a common thread with these sh- episodes, though. Yes. It's, it's always built around a con. Oh, yeah. Notice that? Like, pretty much almost all of them are built around a con that goes wrong.
0: Are they all or just the last two we watched?
1: A lot of them are. <laughs> okay. A lot of them are.
0: Yeah, because also the first time we watched that, uh, Quiet Night Inn.
1: Yeah, that's like that. That's a con going wrong. No, rock, that was the, the second one ring. we did. The Harrowing the was
0: the first one.
1: Yes, and that's te- yeah, that's a con. They're trying to con the girl to be the demon spawn.
0: That wasn't really was a it? con, though. That, that was a demon. Yeah, it was,
1: <laughs> but they lied to her and tricked her into it, so it counts
0: as a con. Was it? A, I'm trying to remember that episode. Was it real or not? It was real. Okay, I thought so. Yeah.
1: Because at the end, the, it comes for her, and basically they do what they wanted to do, because she's essentially keeping the monster, the demon, from taking control
0: of the world for another hundred years, basically. So, welcome to LiW Anthology Series Review Episode Seventy-Eight, Inside Number Nine, Three Hundred Two, The Bill. Uh, recommended by me because it looked yeah. funny to me.
1: It was a good one. I, I, hey, this one was pretty solid.
0: It's fucking solid. <laughs>
1: This one was pretty damn good for one, for a bottle episode. Holy shit. And they're pretty much all ball episodes, but this was a table for Christ's sake.
0: Well, a couple things. Nobody recommended this. Uh, the yeah. next few episodes are going to be recommended by either Jelly A or by Miriam on YouTube or Twitter.
1: Thanks, two, love. Two, two, thanks different, for your, two different people. Thanks for your all,
0: I think they're your all Americans. Oh. Uh, but. This is the one, I, I saw this, and I'm like, it was after we watched a couple of them, and I was like, realizing how they're writing, and I'm like, they're really good dialogue writers, yes. and it's called The Bill. I know mm-hmm. just by watching a few episodes what this episode's gonna be, and I, I'm on board. I was like, this is gonna be literally a half hour about them arguing about a bill.
1: Well, the directing was pretty good, too. God, it was a it's solid like fucking the episode. Around, they're, they're all holding a bill <laughs> and she's going for it. Like it's, it's, it's well directed. And that's the thing. It's hard to direct a scene or a whole half hour show around a table. They also, pretty hard.
0: They also really like scenes where the actors are playing actors. Yes. Because this whole thing's an act.
1: The con, you know, almost, yeah. yeah. Con is the, the heart of all these, almost all these episodes.
0: It's just a... How do we keep when, twisting it?
1: Uh, the referee's a wanker. Is a con yeah. job. Uh, yeah. This one was a con job. Uh, the the um, the uh, one with the with the guy on TV who was doing the um, deadline the seance.
0: Oh, seance time
1: was, was a con. Technically, yeah. uh, You could argue that the the only ones that weren't cons. Oh, well, the the oh, uh, oh god. <laughs> oh Stakeout
0: seance time. And the harrowing were... Well, harrowing was kind of 50-50, but... Well, Stakeout is a con. It, no, that's a guy... That's not that's a, con. a con.
1: It's a twist. It's a con job on the vampire's part.
0: It's about people lying. Yeah. That's more of a... We can go broader and really get every episode wow. in there.
1: It should be called Inside Lie.
0: This is up there with... This is in the same episode vein as uh the, the, the referees of whatever... And then uh, the the last episode we did the the one with the podcast. What the fuck is that called? It was called. Oh, right,
1: yeah, I can't remember the episode, but it was a good Simon episode. Says.
0: Yeah, that episode. Uh, that was a good one. Very very similar as far as how they're 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 both like comedies and they're all dialogue focused and that's it. Yeah, well, that's the show. Yeah, but this one I think I like better than the other two. Oh, well, like, this one was very good. I this love this episode. Very good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: This one's pretty damn funny. It just, it just kept escalating. And then when he stepped on her hand, one minute.
0: Hey. this <laughs> was a good problem with geography, uh, really.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, well, let's set up the episode. And again, I always preface it by saying, if you haven't seen this episode, stop listening, stop watching. Just watch Inside Number 9 episode before you come to our review. That's going to be the case with every single time we talk about this show. And this part's always the quickest part because we don't have a whole lot to say because watch it. It's fucking enjoyable as hell. We barely talk throughout it. And even when I knew what was going to happen, it's still hilarious the way they reveal it. With that being out of the way, what is the setup of this one? You want me to do it? Sure. Okay. Four guys. Apparently there's, they're badminton players. I gathered that throughout the episode.
1: No, I think they're just, it was a, it was, um, a conference and they go to these business conferences. They pick out whoever is the wealthy guy. They know who's rich. They've researched it. No, you're, so you're, they...
0: you're revealing the plot, the, the twist, Yeah. <laughs> but I'm yeah. saying why, what are they to begin with? Because he goes, when he's doing the knife thing, he goes, I think whatever, he goes whatever. you have to serve on Tuesday. Don't do that. We have the quarter final or whatever.
1: Well, I think that's just something they do on the side. I don't think it's pertinent to what they do on the show. Well, then the Forget rich guy goes, I just want to
0: hang out with some badminton players. and then. And...
1: Yeah, I'm sure they have like a story that maybe they were, yeah. Uh, I'm sure, oh, maybe it was their rugby play. No, it could be rugby players.
0: He said badminton. I wrote it down. Let's try it As he badminton. said it, I wrote it down because I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Badminton. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Maybe it means something else
0: in England. I, I don't think so. Where's the
1: shuttlecock?
0: <laughs> that's a space wiener. Oh no. Yeah, they're they're all it's really simple. They get a bill after this restaurant closes by uh, a foreign waitress and then they all argue around and around and around who's gonna pay the bill except for one guy who's very determined he's not gonna pay that bill. (laughs)
1: Yes. He has coins. Yeah. He has everything. He has a proper amount of coins He's, whenever he leaves the house because he doesn't want to be he doesn't want to carry cash around.
0: Yeah, and he stacks That's them hilarious. up. Hilarious. I love when he oh goes, God. you pull the queen out of your wallet and she screams at the light. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: the only bad thing though about when we watch these episodes on this computer is that it skips a lot. So it's not like I'm seeing it fluid
0: which is weird because I boosted my internet to the top. It's
1: still, it's still shit. It's still StreamYard. Like, I, I didn't. I don't get half of what's like. I hear the dialogue hit before the image, and it kind of goes back and forth. Like it's still. I feel like I have to probably rewatch the episode on HBO Max. You should. But then if I do that, I'll be tempted to watch the rest. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. What's the What's the episode I've after seen this? All of them. No. Well, the episode after this we've already seen, so you can. Which, which one's the one after this? Riddle of Sphinx.
1: Riddle of Sphinx, yeah. Another con. Another
0: episode. con episode.
1: <laughs> maybe it was this season. Was the season of cons? Maybe no. Oh, was it not? Because well, I guess the other one was last season, so
0: I guess not. Well, Quiet Night Inn is first season. The yes, Harrowing is, is first, first season. season. Seance Time is second season. This is oh, okay. third. Riddle of Sphinx is third. Bernie Clifton's dressing room still the fucking top of the top of the heap for me is fourth season.
1: Oh, Okay.
0: An episode that's coming up here is called. Uh, Tempting Fate. That's up. That's season four. We're doing an episode mm. called Tom and Jerry. That's season one. Oh wow. We did Deadline, Referee's a Wiener, and the Stakeout. All season five. Mm. Simon Says was season six, and we're doing how did do, How do you plead from season six as well? Upcoming. Oh wow. Okay. I'm, yeah, we're trying to yeah. skip around. There's only six seasons and only six episodes per season, so I'm trying to skip okay. around a little bit. So that means there's thirty six episodes <clears throat> plus Deadline. Plus, they have this episode where it's like a VR video game, but that's the episode, and it's not included with a regular season. It's very weird.
1: Maybe that was a web thing. Yeah,
0: it was a web thing. Oh, okay. Web series. But I'm curious if that's... Because that's going to be on our list. I haven't looked through it yet, but... Okay. I don't know what the fuck that is. But it looks interesting. Kind of like Deadline. That wasn't really an episode, but I really enjoyed that one.
1: Which one was Deadline? That was the... Well, they are in the
0: dressing room, and they're doing like the... You're watching the cameras, the security cameras, and they're all arguing. They're trying to put on the, the live show.
1: Right, it was the BBC live episode. Yeah. yeah, Rem- yeah remember yeah.
0: it was like we interrupt this episode. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> ah! <laughs> they said they lost a ton of viewers after that. Yeah. Was- God I love that episode though. <laughs> it was so funny. It's a good bit. It was just the actors arguing.
1: And they were upset with the old lady who's a <laughs> yeah. kid character actress. He's oh, God, what we hired her. Uh, should've called the other one. And she gets her throat slit. <laughs> uh, octogenarian murder is funny.
0: Well, the, the episode, remember that episode where everyone said it was the best and it's rated highest on IMDb? I think it's called The 12 Days of Christine or The Devil of Christmas. Or I forget which one which one of those two it is. We
1: didn't see that one, though.
0: I'm purposely putting it off. No. Because we, we have the highest rated episode in the future. I want to leave that out there. I don't, you know, if we watch it too That's soon. Yeah, I want to peek with that.
1: Yeah, because these so far, every single one has been a ten, in my opinion. They're just yeah, yeah. This show is just so solid. It's, well, it's just...
0: and it's like we said, they're competing against themselves at this point. Um, yeah, but okay, the episode. Um, Steve. Not as
1: good as the Midnight Hour, but close.
0: You know, it's like comparing apples with a. Uh, the Dump shotgun hit, blow to the head with uh, apples and horse apples.
1: Yes, it's in it, your mouth.
0: Yeah, yeah, eating, switching, you know, one in one hand and one in the other, and just going back and forth. That's what this show is. This should be our apple apple to horse apple yeah. night. We're yeah, only doing a couple going. of these because we do have some uh, variety coming up here shortly. Next week, though, is the same inside number nine and midnight hour. No okay. matter what, midnight hour is the second show we're doing. Oh, that's so better. Okay, I don't just, give a shit. Whatever we want. Just to get that out of the way.
1: Yeah, well, because we have a lot of midnight hours to go through. Yeah. He didn't have the. He didn't have the uh, foresight and <laughs> and um, the um, the class to only do six episodes a season. He wanted to do twenty plus an episode season. So.
0: Yeah, if you're listening to the podcast for Inside Number Nine, which a lot of people do, they check in just for Inside Number Nine.
1: I don't believe it. No. It,
0: oh, I won't say any other episode, no. Inside Number 9, they do. They really do. I would just say, also check out the live show for Midnight, uh, what's it, Lee yeah, Martin's The Midnight Hour, because it is the flip side to the Inside Number 9 coin.
1: Yes. And you, we actually show that on YouTube because it's public domain. Oh, we watched not, the whole episode live. Oh, it, you got to watch it with us, people. <laughs> Understand something.
0: <laughs> it you is.
1: You have no idea how awful... Midnight Hour is until you witness it firsthand with
0: us. Inside Number 9 is is crossing that threshold to be inside my top 10 of TV shows of all time. It really is. Absolutely, absolutely. Lee Martin's The Midnight Hour is so (laughs) the opposite, and it's enjoyable in just the exact same opposite way. Exactly. (laughs) It's that part of you that's like, oh, I hate this, but why can't I stop watching it?
1: Well, it's the mirror verse. It's, it's, the, it's the total yeah. opposite. You flip it, and there's number nine on top, and midnight hour on the bottom, but they're equal in one small way. Enjoyment.
0: Well, it's like this weird, because they should be on opposite sides if you do like a line of good to bad. Yes, it's the same but if you thing look in the still. mirror, you see the reflection of that one first somehow. Yes. It's yes. bizarre.
1: It's uh, what's holding the universe together. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I you know what's funny is the other day I was looking around. I should probably mention this on the next show, but I saw I found Lee Martin's page on LinkedIn. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my god! All right. Anyway, we'll talk about that next episode. I'm looking okay.
1: for
0: a job. I, one of the I'm lines for a job. somehow, and I don't have the exact line written down. I wrote it down afterward, but somehow there's a line that. Um, Steve Pemberton says that made me laugh three times in one line. Oh wow! And I wrote down the line, and I can I can only think of two jokes there, but there was a third one I just missed writing down. But at one point, when the when the meek guy is counting his change, he 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 decides he's gonna pay the bill, and nobody believes him. And he's like, "Oh, he sees the bill," and he's like, "Can you guys get the tip?" Yeah, and then at one point, he goes, Steve Pemberton goes, "Put your put your little purse away, Ebenezer." Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's two jokes that made me laugh during the same, but there's a third one I just can't remember what it was. But it's like goddamn, oh. be three jokes in one little line.
1: Was it connected to Ebenezer Scrooge though, or was it a separate?
0: It character? was a separate, but he was so like. Because I love oh.
1: the I love the the Queen goes blind when you take it out of your <laughs> pants. But you put it in your pocket, the Queen goes blind as a the light.
0: There's a, it, it's an episode where it's just dialogue, and they write dialogue. They're, they're on par with, like, you know, if you're in the Tarantino dialogue or Kevin Smith dialogue. You're, this is this is in the same pantheon.
1: Why well, would I wouldn't put it with Kevin Smith? He's, Kevin Smith's
0: fun, but it's not... He's yeah.
1: fun, but he's a mediocre writer. I'm best, just saying, so.
0: he can't write a plot to save his fucking life. No. So uh, all you have is the dialogue.
1: I, I'm sure I'm sure uh, Pepperton and Reese would be like, what the fuck Yeah. you <laughs> Kevin Smith? You <laughs> cuck sucker. I'm
0: trying to... They have to realize I'm trying to compare it to idiot American audiences.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I think they're funny. They're like that Am Sandler Waterboy movie. It's funny. It's topical about the football stuff. It's funny.
0: Where is that line?
1: <laughs> I wonder if it's in IMDb, the, the not only, uh, line uh, feature, when you can look at the dialogue of the episode. But no, in this episode...
0: The meat guy also pulls out a coupon. <laughs>
1: Yelled, oh, that was the, for the 50% off voucher. He unfolds it and the then. That was the best part. <laughs> Re- that was the best. When, when they go, you
0: bastard. Re- shears was, what the fuck? Time. We had that the whole time. I have that oh, on screen. You
1: know. Oh my God, that
0: was great. He decides he's going to pay. Yeah. And then he With fold vouchers. and fo- oh, By the way, I have a voucher.
1: 50% off. <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. 50% off? Yes, I got them from a coupon website. What, well, are you going to let me pay for it? Well, I was saving them for another time. What well, the time? You never go out. No, I'm sorry, Kevin. If you're paying for dinner, you're paying for dinner. None of this coupon shit. They are out of date anyway.
0: Here comes the line I was talking about.
1: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your condoms, Kevin. Used by January 2000. Yeah, get your pound notes out with Isaac Newton on the back.
0: <laughs> sorry about that. I, I, was, I was just... I'm going to pause so I don't get shut down. And continue. Let me um... oh,
1: I come back in a minute. Um, can I offer you guys to be shot or something? Sorry? She means a free drink. Oh yes, thank you.
0: So that explains his look right there. Yeah. Now I know why he looks so pissed right there. <laughs> Cause later on he's like overacting. Couldn't could you could I have you be shot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. They bring it back. They do so many great callbacks, and that's why this show's so good. They have set up and callbacks all the time. It's what good screenwriters used to do before we got shit. Apparently, only
0: British people can do it now.
1: I mean, well, somebody did it recently. There was, a i think, a good uh, Nightmare Alley does it, but again, that's Guillermo del Toro, so he's not even American. Not American. So I guess you can't count. But it was written by a white girl. Co-written by a white woman, so aha! He,
0: he did that to get it produced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My yeah. name has an Oscar, and I still can't get it produced.
1: I don't understand the problem here. <laughs> These fucking guys! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> That's Guillermo. Uh, Great movie about Nightmare Alley. I want to see it. Great. Movie. There's
0: like six movies in the Great. theater I want to see right now, Hold but
1: on. Nightmare Alley. You better hurry up because it's like bombing.
0: New goddamn baby! Watching. I can't.
1: It is so good. It is so, I'm going to totally buy that I kind of want to see it again I still haven't seen Ghostbusters Well Ghostbusters You're going to get that big box set coming out It has all three <laughs> movies But not that piece of shit 2016 movie <laughs>
0: It's not Ghostbusters Take that
1: Paul Fig. It's not Ghostbusters Yeah fuck you And you hear that Paul Fig bitched about that on Twitter He was all complaining mm, It's Ghostbusters No it's not You guys fucked that up so bad it's, it's not a Ghostbusters
0: Shut the fuck up Busters it, yeah, don't don't bring that up. They You're don't stop to... talking.
1: Yeah, oh, it's awful.
0: Man. It's a movie, not a fucking podcast. Like we're yeah. talking because this is the medium. It's a visual medium, yeah. <laughs> Paul.
1: Yeah,
0: and then I, I'm one of the people who don't think it's horrible. I just think it's a stupid movie.
1: Yes it's not funny. It's,
0: it's not, not funny. funny.
1: It's ad lib to the point where it's like I don't. It's not funny. Uh, when you have an ad lib, that's oh no, my my dog is my cat.
0: Mike, but his hat. name
1: is my hat. If that's not funny.
0: It's funny annoying. in the room. I could see that oh. being funny. Like, <laughs> Anyway, seriously, get through the scene.
1: No, but...
0: Uh, <laughs> but Paul is just sitting there fucking laughing his ass off. and and All right, we're not here to review Ghostbusters 2016.
1: No, but I just want to say, also, I want to point out to that how awful Dan Aykroyd is. What a piece of shit he is. He was all over... Like when that movie was coming out, oh people who don't like it, oh they're they're right wing evil people and they're men who're gonna vote the Republican Party. He said that's verbatim what he said. Yeah. And then here we are, five years removed or whatever. Yeah, he did a lot of things that we told him not to do. He fucking throws Paul Feig under the bus and everybody. What a piece of shit. Dan, you were all over that movie when it came out and it bombed bad so it made you look like an idiot He was. And you're trying to recover. He was so, shit-talking
0: him before the movie came out. And suddenly they threw a big fucking check at him and he's, he's saying yeah. it's the funniest thing. Women are funny. Same thing with Dan, yes. with a, a... What can I think of his name? Holy shit. Bill Murray. Bill Murray was like, I'm just well, here Bill because Murray I is, think these, movies, these women are funny.
1: Well, Bill Murray did it with such a look that it was like, <laughs> oh, he's fucking... He is so but they, he's just full of shit right now. It's the same
0: um, talent, the same skill set he used to pretend like he respected Lucy Lucy Liu as a human on the Charlie's Angels because he fucking hated her. Yeah, he hated hate
1: her. Well, I, hey, I hear Bill Murray is not a fun guy to be no. with. Nobody likes Bill Murray. No. There's a lot of stories about how Bill Murray is kind of a bully.
0: Anybody who did that many drugs is going to be fucked up for life.
1: Anybody who did the Razor's Edge and thought that was a good idea has got to be fucked
0: up. Oh, that was like right when he was coming out of his coat coma. Well,
1: yeah, it's like, <laughs> you're a successful comedian. How do? What's your next project, Razor's Edge? Oh. Why?
0: Wasn't well, Razor's Edge like, like 90?
1: No, it was like 86. Or 85. It was basically, <clears throat> he had to do Ghostbusters and <coughs> Razor's Edge. And thank you. Goodness he did, because he wouldn't have a career if he did Razor's Edge over Ghostbusters. He would have been done.
0: Razor's the only reason Edge. he's still around is Oh, that it's the same year. Dudes. Oh man. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he was lucky that Ghostbusters was such an iconic hey, huge. Has hit. a
0: six point six in IMDB.
1: What, Razor's Edge? Yeah. That's not very good. Eh, it's not terrible. Six point six is average. It's like a two. Oh, his movie.
0: brother's in it, of course he is.
1: Brian Dole or I've never Peter? seen it. Brian, I've never I've never seen it either.
0: Peter's Peter Ackroyd,
1: Pe- oh, no, uh, Dan or <coughs> uh, Bill Murray's brother in Scrooge. He had both his brothers in that one.
0: Was that his real brother that plays his yeah. brother?
1: It was half brother. I think they're all half. brothers Oh, okay. I think that's the
0: thing. Well, if Brian is a, is a half brother, holy shit, they look exactly the same. Just like
1: I guess their mother, they all have the same mom. Just different
0: eating schedules. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: That's five pounds of veal.
0: Did Brian eat the other mother? <laughs>
1: he ate twin. this vestigial twin. God damn. That this brain that comes out every now and then and kills people. Malignant Doyle Murray.
0: Somehow Brian Doyle Murray is still alive. God bless his Jack soul. Great Jack Ruby. Great oh, Jack yeah.
1: Ruby in JFK. <clears throat> I want to tell you what I know. It's like you're playing a mobster, but you're Brian Doyle Murphy. Yeah.
0: It's
1: hilarious.
0: Okay, so at one point they decide the the rich guy's credit card gets declined. I think, so they must have said, that with the con going on, right? his card's not going to go through. He's already called his au pair. They had a funny bit no, where he's no, like.
1: No, that, that was a great uh, bit with the au pair where he goes, the, the second drawer. Not the top drawer.
0: He's like, the second No, do not look in no. the first drawer. No, do <laughs> not look in that. The second drawer. Okay, got it? Okay. Turns back to the table. <laughs>
1: And then they do that and call back to that again. Go to the right side of the closet. No, not the left, the the right. I want to know what's in the left side of the closet. But they
0: start doing the little knife finger thing to decide who's going to pay. And then the rich guy pulls a knife out. And the reason you said you couldn't see it, it wasn't because it was skipping. It was because it was purposely off screen. Because you don't.
1: Yeah, I just, it was literally like. I saw her hand on the oh. table and it froze. Yeah, that's like that's all you move. see.
0: Like her fan on the okay. table, and he goes like this toward the camera, and then they cut back into the other angle, and yeah, that's when I, you I, saw.
1: I didn't see that
0: either. Yeah, she's holding her throat and falls over, yeah. and then he declares her dead. And they're like, he's like, all right, I made a phone call. And the, while he's making a phone call, while uh, uh, Steve Pemberton is making a phone call, or while uh, Reese is making a phone call, they decide that they're all going to put it on him. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he comes back and he, apparently he called yeah. Mr. Wolf because he's like, yeah, yeah. "We're gonna all take That's care it. of." But the problem is he needs another. He needs two hundred, two hundred thousand. He needs no, two hundred, yeah. and he goes, yeah,
1: <laughs> What's the price of the bill? Thousand.
0: Oh, I don't have that much. I don't
1: have <laughs> like, that much? Yeah. Oh god,
0: it was good. And then he's sitting there, and then you can tell they're like, and they start to argue again. And the whole point of that is to make the rich guy go, "Fuck, I can't deal with this again. So I'll yeah. fucking cover the whole thing myself." He starts to make the phone call, and then he steps on the woman's hand, and she screams, and then it's up. Ow! No. And it makes. But me- I like
1: the fact that like they didn't kill him; they make him part of the con at the <laughs> yeah. end.
0: How do they like, do that?
1: I think that's because he said in the beginning he just he wants to have a night out and have fun. So I think he sees this. He's like, "Well, shit! This could be. I could do this again. This would be like a lot of fun. I do to see this con somebody. Yeah, let's do that. That'd be fun."
0: And he's like, "If I'm the waiter and they step on my hand on accident, I can. Yeah, I, I'm easier to." You know, yeah, but why have the waitress be a, a foreigner that doesn't understand English? Well, that's fairly? I
1: think that's part of the joke. So they can have those <clears throat> those bits where they say, like, she's overacting. Can I have you be <laughs> shot? And then, and then the whole uh, I, I blow you, <laughs> I blow you, what? Yeah, she's like there's a lot of those innuendos, but I like the fact that she goes, um, well, no, um, the bit that you noticed um, though, the knife has no blood on it. You notice that, but it was real. Well, no, no, I know, but, I mean, she, he never stabbed her. Oh, yeah, the, the stab, the yeah. way that it's a con because there's no blood on the knife. That's why he immediately uh, yeah. grabs a knife with a rag. With that was kind of funny, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of neat. That was pretty good. Well, was like, oh, it, something's, you
0: know. And it was one of those things where I predicted, like, every step that was going to be taken. And oh,
1: I, aren't you smart?
0: No, but I'm not even, no. I'm just saying I still fucking enjoyed it, and I was like, oh, I love oh, the way man. they do it.
1: Yeah. No, the show's fantastic, and the way that... They are so good. So just good. The actor, whoever they cast, whoever the casting director is for this show, is fucking sublime. They they cast this show every episode perfectly. Everybody I, is perfectly cast.
0: I do want to take a, a special shout out for the actor who plays uh, Kevin, Jason Watkins, the meek guy. Yeah, yeah. Fucking nails it. He's great. Because as soon as the jig is up, he goes, nah, I think it's already over. All of a sudden, he starts over. like,
1: and he like, takes his glasses. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's no, gonna kill this I guy. thought
0: he's going to take them off, but he goes, Ugh. yeah, Ugh. and puts them back on his nose <laughs> he leaves <him> <laughs> and leaves them there. I was like, "Oh, those are his rubber glasses." Them, yeah. He's like, oh, I guess we had to come up with something else, won't we?" Yeah. And he, suddenly, he's the badass. <laughs> and,
1: he, and then and just, the, just the ending where they have the new mark at the table and they're doing the same story from the beginning of the episode, and then the and then the, the 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 mark for that con comes up. Yes, sir. I have the bill for you. Uh, the way he looks is so funny.
0: That I didn't see. Ha- I didn't see that coming. Where he's a part of it now. Yeah. That,
1: well, that's the best part. I think that's the funniest yeah. part. Oh, that, that made his eyes light like yeah, so up. Got lemon please. S- so liqueur. Uh, liqueur, what? Liqueur. Sorry. It's a drink. Um, I-, I will check. I'll be back. You. Uh, She'll come back with a lemon and a cello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, I was dreading this week. Uh, I was really hoping for that line.
1: See. He has fun with it. It's like this guy, again, that's what makes the show so good. Every character is thought out. Like they oh, all yeah. kind of have their own arc in a way. Because this guy's probably a lonely rich guy. Everybody uses him for his money or something. And like, this is the first time that, yeah, somebody uses him for his money, but he has a good time. He's like, well, hell, i like to be part of this again. This is kind of fun.
0: And here's how the, the attention to detail in this shot right here. Because it's four characters wearing very different loud outfits, so they made the background really minimal. Yeah, like everything in the background is super muted. There's no colors. There's nothing s- standing out. No, yeah. it's just the characters themselves. It's Just shit I notice when I watch stuff, and I'm like, because I expected a big restaurant and loud and people around, and, like, and we start watching and it's already closed.
1: Well, yeah, well that's that's the, that's the whole point. It's the, the con is it's closed and they have the whole place to themselves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> here he is. You think yeah. he's gonna take him off? But he puts him. He just adjusts him. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. Give me your phone. That's what he said. Yeah. Give me your phone. No.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah it's so, yeah. it's a solid episode. It has a 8.3 in IMDb.
1: That's a, that's accurate. It's pretty good.
0: Hey, and here's where. Because every episode is going to be a 10. However, yeah. rating it against itself, I'm going to give this... I'm going to give it a 9. Yeah. The... I, I, I like the challenge that they make themselves as writers, where they go, they're at a table, they do not move from that table. We have to write a funny episode with a lot of dialogue and a lot of back and forth and... Now, who, Keep it who di-
1: who's the directors? Do they have the same directors on uh, these shows, or is it different directors every time?
0: Guillaume Morales. It's he directed um, Julia's Eyes and the Uninvite Uninvited Guest. He's from Spain. No, yeah, Spain. Sorry, thought I read that wrong. He directed 14 episodes of Inside Number Nine. Here, He's let's genius. let's get him on screen right now because this guy's fucking killing it. He's got the Cesar picture. Get
1: get this guy a movie.
0: Because okay, inside number nine. How do you plead? What you're doing? Shortly, he did lip service. He did uh, Simon Says, which we've done. He yeah, did the stakeout, yeah. which we've done. Yeah. He did these we have not done. He did this we haven't done. Um. What is this episode? So he's got a lot, of, a lot of. TV. He did Real the Sphinx, which is very similar to this. He did the Bill. Yeah. He did this episode that takes entirely on a train. Which is another I, I was deciding between the bill or this oh, La because it's yeah. just on a train, like between mm. the two beds, like all they do is or the four four beds. All they do is argue. But I went with this one because it looks a little less wacky than this one. I wanted really simple. Shoot, sure, they got a lot of characters in that one. Yeah. Well, what they is ruin, What is uh, diddle Gallagher diddle look dumpling? Like. After finding a lost shoe in the street, a man come fix it and trying to trace its owner. So we got like a weird Cinderella thing going on. Deedle, deedle dumpling. There you go. Yeah, the guy did fourteen episodes of this. What a what a fascinating find for them to find this Spanish director in the UK.
1: What's well, the UK a lot of? A lot but he
0: doesn't have like a lot of like UK. You know what I mean? He's not doing like a bunch of British television.
1: Well, I think Spain and UK are really closely related because they kind of like UK. All they go there for vacation, second homes. They all live in Spain. It's like the closest thing to California in Europe.
0: Oh, oh, here it's you go to France, and well, no, and you go to only if you're Spain. only if
1: you're an asshole, you go, you go to France. Yeah,
0: Spain or Italy. That's it.
1: West, West Anderson, Alley, Portman. Uh, Johnny, Johnny Washington, Depp, Phoenix, Johnny Depp. Yeah. I mean,
0: and then Clooney's going to Italy.
1: Italy. Well, that's it. Lake Cuomo's the other asshole destination. Yeah.
0: Or, or I, personally, if I was super wealthy, I would just be going to like Monte Carlo and shit.
1: If I was super wealthy, I wouldn't be going anywhere. I'd have my own Island and just leave me alone.
0: Oh, you're going to do the Marlon Brando thing. <laughs>
1: And I Bring me 10,000 Big
0: Macs to Marlon Brando's Island. Bring me one of those midgets I can work with. I want
1: you to find me 12-year-old girls, Epstein. Oh, okay. Epstein's Island, part two.
0: Formerly Marlon Brando's Island. Formerly Marlon
1: Brando's Island. I love to be massaged by... I'm so sorry
0: to the Marlon Brando estate and all his weird children. I'm sorry.
1: They're all dead, so it's okay. They're all all dead or weird. They all killed themselves. You're okay. But Richard, uh, Robert Blake took care of uh, uh, Brandon, or or Christian Brando's uh, killer. That bitch that, that he killed, his wife. She was an awful human being.
0: Filmed at the Gallery Restaurant in Hendon, Northwest London.
1: Oh, that place is wonderful. Because there's a
0: whole like northerner thing going on, but it's supposed to be northern of London, north of London. North London, because in in the UK and at least in England, it's swapped. So like the north is where all the weird hicks are, right? And here it's the south.
1: Well, California similar? The north, northern. Speaking California,
0: from a man in Northern California rural. as we speak.
1: Well, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I know. Yeah, I know it's rural. It's it's, it's Southern California. Well, they like to pretend they're sophisticated, but they're dumb as shit there, too. California in general is a shit state. Oh, yeah. Shit, shit, and shit. Oh, yeah. Just dumb people here.
0: I'm curious what people reviewed this as. Because um, we'll end on this, because we're done, right? Great we're episode. Done. We're done. <clears throat> this guy gave This guy gave it a five. Who? Um, Prismark. Let's, let's share the screen here.
1: Five.
0: Five. what does he say nothing of value yet <clears throat> as always Inside Number 9 always has this bizarre twist but this is not a strong episode the comedy was not strong or black enough uh, and when it and it went and it went to the territory of people just shouting at each other okay 9 out of 10 8 out of 10 8 out of 10 8 out of 10, out of ten 9 out of 10 Nine, eight, ten. Well, you get, you ten get have yeah,
1: a contrarian in there. Somebody's always got to be the contrarian. I remember when the Dark Knight came out, and the one Australian reviewer that didn't like it—he was the only guy in the world that hated that movie. So there's always that one guy.
0: Here's the thing: it's it's okay if you don't like it, but it's not okay if you fucking hate it, because it it doesn't sound genuine. When it's really good, and you're like, I fucking hate Casablanca. Like, yeah. no, you, you don't like it, and you want to be a contrarian, so therefore you're going out of control with your hate for no reason. Right. Fucking Citizen Kane, fuck you. Fuck you! <laughs> like, all right, you don't like it, that's fine. It's not for you, but you're not allowed to hate it because that's just dumb. I don't believe you.
1: Well, it's just like uh, that bitch, Pauline Kael, who for years hated... Uh, Orson Welles was trying to give all the, uh, Joseph Mankiewicz, all the, all the um, uh, attention for Citizen Kane, gave him all the credit when I mean, it's not actually accurate at all because fucking Orson Welles wrote other stuff that was just as good. I mean, his, his dialogue in The Third Man is superior and he wrote all his own dialogue yep. so it's like, I think Orson Welles wrote Citizen Kane a <laughs> yeah. lot so
0: don't give me that bullshit, Pauline. Bitch, isn't that the new uh David Fincher movie, Mankiewicz?
1: Yeah, I heard it was. I saw something, uh, boring. it's boring. I was,
0: I've seen it every single David Fincher movie, and that one I'm like, nah, maybe I skipped this one for a bit.
1: Yeah, he, 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 whatever. I mean, it's fine. He, he can have his experimental, you know, he's trying to do a Hollywood, you know, an ode to it's, Hollywood. It's in black and white, his though. Dad, I think his dad wrote it or something like that. His dad yeah. was part of that, so that's not, I mean, I get it, it's nice, but. I, I couldn't watch it I was just like eh. I can't watch Netflix movies in general I think they're all shit They're not real movies to me Because they're streaming I don't buy them I don't like them
0: I also did the same thing Where I was like Trumbo No, I'm good And then I finally watched yeah. it And I was like That was really fucking good I loved it Yeah, I, don't,
1: I just don't like Trumbo
0: No that,
1: but Fucking Tommy
0: Brian Cranston is so fucking good in it That you're like yeah. God damn, is a good movie
1: Yeah No, he's good Yeah, he's good So I was nominated for the Oscar for Trumbo but he did write. He did make Spargus better. I'll give him that. Yeah, Dalton Trumbo.
0: He did the. What's that movie he did? He wrote.
1: And let's or, not forget where he interviewed the
0: serial killer and then wrote it, and then uh renegade was in it.
1: You mean Truman Capote in Cold Blood?
0: Yes. <laughs> renegade? Sorry. You, I Lorenzo got Llamas? no. I got I got sidetracked there like two times. Oh. <laughs> Wow, okay.
1: This sounds like a good movie. Lorenzo Lamas and Truman Capote. <laughs> I'm kind of curious now. What is this about?
0: What was what show was he in then?
1: You're so, ha- you're so <laughs> handsome.
0: Thanks a lot, Truman.
1: <laughs> Look at my hair, Truman. What yeah, show was...
0: <laughs> Never mind, I don't care. My brain uh, quit on me right there. <laughs> sorry. No, it, it's my fault. <laughs>
1: That's okay. Your brain's going
0: to be ripe and ready for midnight hour. I'm ready to figure out... But Lee Martin can't figure out like how cops or lawyers work or therapists. Alright. So this goes to blame
1: the murderer on the murdered man. Oh god. He'll
0: find out who killed him. Or not. Like he was so he's dead
1: already. Idiot.
0: Regardless, you're gonna see sex scenes with no nudity.
1: I'm gonna show you underage girls with bras on. Because
0: I can. Prepare for Tramp Stamps and Braziers on the Midnight Hour. Yeah, bad
1: accents from the Midwest. That should
0: be the name of it Tramp Stamps and Braziers.
1: That's going to be my, my uh, bio. My <laughs> That's
0: Kid Rock's bio. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's already been taken.
1: Oh, man. I'm not even from Detroit. Detroit. Detroit, Rock City.
0: Put your little purse away, Ebenezer. <laughs> so, um, but. I'm trying to figure out like where this would fall. I'd say in the upper echelon that we've watched so far.
1: Well, so far, yeah, they're they're all pretty upper echelon. I, yeah, so yeah, definitely, you know.
0: This might be number four for me.
1: Yeah, I would agree.
0: So I'm gonna go with uh, dra- Bernie Clifton dressing room, and then I'm gonna go Quiet Night In, and then I'm gonna go Referee's and Wanker.
1: Wow, you're, you're going to put that one that no, high?
0: Maybe huh? not. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what else I want to put as number three.
1: I would put um, definitely, um, I think the Sphinx could be, well, that this one's makes, probably five. Maybe
0: this is number three then?
1: This might be number three. <laughs> I don't know. This
0: is fucking solid.
1: This one was pretty good.
0: But I can also see this one being overthrown.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I think, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't I said have- that was fine. Yeah, Stickout's... I think Stick Out is probably the weakest one so far. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Because it was still good. Like, I mean, it's, Oh, I it's fucking love it. But... but yeah, it's still a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think of. It's like ranking was...
0: your blowjobs you've had in your life where you're like, well, that one, it could have been better, but it was still a blowjob, so I loved it. So
1: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan. What? <laughs> No, I'm kidding. They're 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 pretty good.
0: Pretty good. We're talking about inside number
1: nine. <laughs> not not uh, blowjobs.
0: I'm not, feel, not right, a big fan of blowjobs. Oh.
1: I just it's just rude. I don't like uh, you know doing that. Like
0: you know, it's just rude. Oh, I don't have to do anything during it. That's why I'm like, oh fuck yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe I just they were all terrible. I don't know.
0: <laughs> you have to pick a woman. And an adult woman.
1: That's the problem.
0: Yeah. You don't want beard on your on your oh, balls.
1: That's where I was messing up. Uh,
0: my balls are getting cut open from stubble.
1: That's I'm gonna write that down. What's my journal?
0: Hold on. Oh, somebody pulled up a play playgirl. <laughs> 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 write that down. Ah fuck. Burt Reynolds. <laughs> you pull out a dick pen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my.
0: All right, guys. Meaning you and me, I guess. I don't know. Let's get out of here. Um, solid episode. Is your show ever going to debut? Your Stephen King one?
1: I have no idea.
0: Well, let's not even pitch it yet.
1: No, I we'll, have no idea. We'll wait.
0: King of yeah, the screen. Like
1: five, we have basically five in the bag. They're just sitting there.
0: I'll put them on my website. I, I'll do whatever it takes. I don't
1: know. <laughs>
0: All right. Until next time, in the meantime, i Phoenix West. Take dig, dig it. So long, citizens. So long, England, or people who watch I, Inside Number Nine. Check England. out Lee Martin's Midnight Hour.
1: Yes, please.